We are back with another episode on the My Eye on Kai podcast. And today's topic, we're going to talk about manifesting and creating vision boards and just becoming more together and organized within ourselves so that we can get to the places that we want to go and we can gain the things that we need in order to succeed. So with this topic, ways to create the world that you want or to create a better environment, I would say is to cut out and limit all distractions. It could be from people. It could be any negative entity that takes you away or distracts you from what you really need to do. And if it's something that you even have to think about or second guess, get it out of there. Get it out. Get it out. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Because anything that you even feel is not creating anything positive for you. Either cut it off or put it to the side. It's nothing wrong with creating distance in order for you to grow, in order for you to become everything that you need to be. In ways that I feel like you can help yourself is with getting a routine. The routine of checking your phone every hour or every five seconds or when you get up or when a commercial come on or when silence is in the midst, I feel like you got to cut that out. That is time, energy, and effort that you could be saving and putting towards something else. Like if you say, like for me, I want a new car, but I don't need a new car, but I still want to move in the direction to get a new car, move, take the steps I need to do, such as Making sure my credit is together for me to not have outright outrageous payments or a crazy interest rate. So I want to make sure my credit is together. My credit is fine, but I want to make sure it's immaculate so that I can, you ain't going to tell me no. You ain't going, I ain't going to walk into no place and you're going to tell me, uh, come back. Nah, I don't want that. So right now, I don't necessarily need a new car. I have two vehicles. So I don't necessarily need a new car. But my vehicles are used. Um, I own them. So there's a plus in that. But I feel like with me having a used car, I feel like the car comes with problems that I didn't create myself. And... I feel like it's always something that needs to be done. It could be minor. It could be like, oh, just get a tune-up, get an oil change, add this, add that. Get some new tires, get some new windshield wipers. It could really be small stuff. But for me, I feel like, well, dang, I want to run my own car down before I get a a ran down car. Not to say my car is ran down. It's not ran down. It's a good quality car. I just have to. It's maintenance. It's more so maintenance. But I feel like with me having a used car, the maintenance comes as more as a surprise to me. Because I feel like, okay, seasons, right? It's now wintertime, and I feel like that is the main season where you notice 
stuff is going wrong with your car. In the wintertime, you don't have to really deal with too much. I mean, in the summertime, my bad. In the summertime, you don't really have to deal with too much being noticeable until that winter hit. And I live in an area where we get snow, where it get cold, where it's below zero. You need tire tracks. You need everything you need for the winter. I live in an area like that. So for me, it'd be like, dang, I would have preferred to take care of all these issues in the summer if these issues would have occurred. But it's like, oh, I need a new battery in my car. All right, got a new battery. But it'd be like those things make me want to get a new car to where it'd be like, I know I need a new battery because I ran this battery down. Not because this is a used car and I don't know any, not to say history, but I don't know. (sighs) What's the word? I don't know any wears or tears that are beyond what I can see. There we go. I don't know what wears and tears I'm dealing with, but that's just kind of the risk you take when buying a used car that you know it's been used you know you know as long as it's getting you from a and b it run good it got some lifespan in it like it's not about to turn over or you know it's on its last leg the engine about to go out i feel like you know those are some of the things that just come with with a used car now me i really am open and interested into buying a new car but I do have some reservations about having a new car but to a degree it's like I low-key want a brand new car and I'll wait I'm willing to wait a little bit but I already have two cars so it's kind of like girl you could wait if one car break down you got another car I got I got I have two cars So, and then that's the thing too. Like I have to keep the maintenance up on two vehicles and make sure I'm supplying gas for two vehicles, which isn't necessarily a hassle, but it does come up to where it'd be like, all right, you got two vehicles. If you get an oil change for one, you need to get an oil change for the next one. If, you know, one car need to tune up, you know, the other car need to tune up. Now I have like a foreign car that is more expensive to take care of maintenance. And then I have a regular common car that isn't as costly as my foreign car. So I'd be like, I drive my foreign car away more than I do my second vehicle. So I really prioritize my the car that I primarily drive than I do my second car. My second car is just in case something happens to the primary car that I use. And I think I brought my foreign car after my regular car. So I have two vehicles, but it's just <sighs> having to having to make sure both of the maintenance on two vehicles, I'm not going to say it's a lot, but it could be a hassle. And me not knowing the wear and tears that was already put in place on the vehicle, it becomes more frustrating for me. Like, dang, am I taking on somebody else's dirt or somebody else's problem? So for me, it's like, okay, all of this to tie into the fact that I want to manifest a new car. That's why I explained all of that. I want to 
put in the air, put into the universe. I want to speak positively on. I know what type of car I want. I know what type of look. I know what type of look and aesthetics I wanted to have. I know how much it costs. I know how much I've estimated how much payments could be. You know, I looked on how much monthly payments or however long the contractor term of the payments would be. I've looked at all of those things and I'm manifesting a new car. Now, I'm open to the fact that it don't have to come tomorrow. It don't have to come in six months. You know, I'm just manifesting that this particular car, and even with manifesting, right? And the way just blessings work, I could be manifesting something that's like a penny to the blessing that I'm really going to get. Like I this the the type of car that I want could be a penny compared to what could actually be in my path or in my direction. But me working toward receiving that blessing, basically. I think vision boards is good too because you could have something in your mind and then you could visually see it in the real world. So creating a vision board whether it's with words or pictures, is a good idea to make sure you can bring more blessings to you because I would say when you pray, you can't just ask for something and expect for it to be done. You have to put in some effort, some work in order for it to be done. And I feel like elevating your mind and your spirit and your soul and it don't even have to be that deep, but I'm saying just putting in effort and steps to do something. If you want to open a business, make sure you are doing your research. You're taking the effort and time to go places that can give you information or talking with your bank or opening up accounts that can point you just in the right direction to where it could be like, hey, I want to manifest a business. I want to... Not only have a business, if I already have a business, I want to make sure I can open up a building or I can have a fleet of cars or just whatever the case might be to where you can make your blessings come faster or guarantee your blessing. And no, no, nothing is a guarantee, but what's for you definitely will be. I'm a firm believer of what is for you will be. But I think that sometimes what we think is for us may not be for us. And that's the part where like your higher power comes in because it'll be like, oh, I asked for something small, but I came out with something big or I wanted something so huge. But I didn't need all of that to get the, the job done. I didn't need that was more greed than more of what I needed. Like, I don't need, I, I don't know about that now. Hold on. Let me backtrack a little bit. But let me say, I'm trying to think of something that is, that can come with more problems, basically, than what you need. Like, asking for a lot and receiving a little bit 
can sometimes be a blessing in disguise as well. Those blessings in disguises, like you can ask for a lot and don't know that everything that you asked for came with more problems than you were ready, than you were ready to put on or you were ready to take on. So it could be like, I asked for so much, but your higher power knew that, hey, that's a little bit too much. And I'm a firm believer of that as well, that God ain't going to put nothing on you that you can't handle. So one of those things where we can get greedy or we could think that we need way more than what we do and we receive little, you still have to appreciate that in its nature because you don't know what would have came with those other problems. So just think about that. We are going to take a ad break. So listen to this advertisement. One of the most common things that people manifest is money or finances, whether it could be anything monetary or financial gain, right? So I notice a lot of people try to manifest finances and that's great and all. But I also feel like why people may think that manifesting may not work is because people lack accountability. So one thing that I notice about my peers is that when you don't have the money, when when the money is not in hand or in your bank account or in reach, people make so many plans or responsible reasoning and actions for money that they don't have but as soon as that money is in reach people do drastic things to have their fix on money like a matter of just not having money right so if let's let's say you just the reason why you need to manifest money is because maybe the money that you have you have is not enough or you know you really may not have no money but I know some people manifest finances a lot not realizing that when you get money the things that you said you were going to do with that money don't always end up playing out like you don't always say like hey I'm going to set such and such amount of money aside for my savings like I said I was going to do while I was manifesting. And then let's say you'd be like, oh, I got some money. Now I might be able to splurge a little bit on what I'm buying. I might, I, I don't usually get those extra items, but you can throw them in a the cart because I got a little bit more money to splurge today. That is something that's so common that happens without us not necessarily knowing or being conscious to it or even us being conscious to it. It'll feel like, when money touches the palm or when money is in reach, it goes way faster than what it came. So people might have some reservations on like, nah, I'm not really with the whole manifesting thing because it doesn't really work out for me. You have to also take, once again, accountability for one, what you said you was going to do. And then the actions you took once you got got your blessing, basically. You can't be mad that the money went faster than what it came when you got a little extra items that wasn't a part of the plan. Like me, I'll check my emails, right? The way my emails are set up, I get like, it's set up in three different categories where it's like, okay, my important emails, my promotional 
emails and then like my social media emails. I have promotional emails that will tell me, hey, have this deal going on or we're giving you this coupon or we have this sale going on right now. I check my emails on everything, all everything in my emails. I check them all. I will get swept up in some of them promotional emails that'll be like, hey, we got this sale on your favorite item. Now, of course, that's all marketing. That's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to get you to look and click on the the link or the website or the item. So I get the whole marketing and it works. And I will check and I'll be like, oh, 70% off. Oh, great. I, I wanted this. I put this off. This was something I said I wanted to get. Now I didn't see this email and now it's on the forefront of my brain. And this is what I mean by in the beginning of my of this episode, me saying you have to block out distractions of any entity. So for me, the distractions would be me checking promotions or me inviting. That was basically me inviting other things to cloud my mind. I don't need no clothes. I don't need no makeup. I don't need whatever promotional sales that they're trying to send me to say, hey, come shop with us, or this is the reason why you should buy. I don't need to do that. I don't need to cloud my mind. Plus, me checking promotions is not even a priority in my emails. That is something that is a distraction for me that I will have to say, okay, If I am in grind mode or if I am in a go-getter mode, then I have to realize some of the things or how easily I allow things to cloud me. If I want clarity or if I want to be focused, I have to realize that some things may distract me and I have to take accountability for that. And it'll be like if things aren't moving at the rate that I like. Only I can change that. I can change the speed, whether I slow it down or speed it up. Those are just some things to think about. And with my whole vision board, a vision board don't have to be, it's so many ways to do a vision board. Like you don't have to do a collage. You can do a collage. But let's say in my house, I have probably a few ways to visually see things I do have vision boards I have a dry erase board that has all my duties and all the things that I'm trying to gain or that I need to cross off the list I have a to-do list um I write on mirrors (laughs) I do a lot I take notes in my phone I write down in a journal or a notebook so I would say I do a lot But let's even take, for example, this podcast. So y'all all all know this podcast is somewhat new to me. I want to get better at making my episodes flow a little bit more. But I also want to become authentic and give you, once again, my purest and, and raw nature to where you don't feel like you're getting a scripted show. Now, like I said before, I do do talking points but there is no script I'm not reading you a speech I'm not trying to feed you some prepackaged information like no that's not what I'm trying to do 
So I want you to feel like, oh, when she's talking to me, it's like I'm really sitting there having a conversation with her in person, even though you're not, you're just listening or whatever time you may listen. But one thing that I feel like I need to work on is how I handle my podcast. That's something that I noticed. So I have topics for my podcast. I have a whole bunch of topics, but I think where my stop in a row becomes, okay, how am I going to format it? How am I going to talk about it? And then I don't want to become jumbled or scrambled in the mix of the episode because I take pauses in the episode and I also feel like some of those pauses are helpful and needed and it gives you a chance to catch up on what I'm talking about what I'm saying and what your thoughts are like I say I'm giving you food for thought but for me I definitely said I'm going to have this is what I said to myself I didn't make this announcement to my audience But I am going to have 20 episodes for season one of this podcast. This episode currently is episode 11. So that means I have nine more episodes that I have to do that I want to do before the year is over to complete season one. And maybe I'm putting a little bit more pressure on myself than what needs to be done. But I also feel like If that's a goal or if that's something that I want to do, then I need to put fire under my ass, basically. If I want to be in go-getter mode and if I want to take something that I'm doing serious, whether it's a hobby, whether it is creating a financial avenue, whether it's anything. If I do anything, I want to be great at it. But I also don't want to stretch myself too thin to where I create sloppy content. That's something that I have to keep in mind too. So if I'm going to manifest more than just an object, which would be like the car, it'll be me manifesting, me completing 20 episodes for my first season of my podcast. I have to put in the work and the effort. It's just not going to happen overnight and it's not going to, you know, do it itself. (laughs) I have to use my brain. I have to use my words and my train of thoughts to come up with these interesting topics and to be able to discuss it. Now, me being on YouTube or social media or getting distracted is not going to help me succeed in what I'm trying to manifest. It's so easy to get distracted. And I'm saying that because I'm a victim of that as well. It happens to me way often than what I would like. It's like, like I said, In my previous episodes, that's why you have to go listen to other episodes so that you can continue to have a steady flow of what's going on or the topics that I talk about. Even if you don't listen to them in order, you don't have to. But I'm saying like some of the things that I discuss in my episodes will be things that I've touched on prior. So 
I would say I'm breathing, so give me a second. <laughs> I know you can't really see me, you could just hear me, but I was in the midst of breathing, taking a deep breath. But I would say like I spoke on needing to reorganize my closets or just my pantry or just take on certain tasks. And I'm here to tell you that I have not done that since I told y'all about it in the last couple episodes. I haven't done it. And it's just been like, now what I will say is I was finishing up a couple things with school. I was tying in some loose ends in regards to school. So I did have other priorities to take care of. But in the sense of that motivational clean, like, I don't know if, if, it's a different type of clean between straightening up and deep cleaning. And to deep clean, I feel like it's a certain type of motivation. Now, I could be wrong. Everybody may not feel this way. But I mean, like, when you play your music or you get your candle, like, the, the extra touches you make after you clean. Like, you might light a candle. You might put in some plug-in scents. You know how you have your glades or your... Febreze fresheners whatever the case may be those extra touches you make after you deep clean versus when you straighten up when you straighten up you just kind of clearing stuff off or putting some stuff away but I mean a deep clean is when you like wash wipe down make sure you mop make sure you sweep make sure you go those extra miles to add those touches of fresh cleanness I don't feel like I have done that and I want to do it, but I just haven't had that like motivational clean of, girl, we about to get it done today. We about to scrub that energy to get down on your knees and scrub some stuff for that arm, that arm power to just put in. <laughs> I don't feel like I've had. Now, don't get me wrong. My house is not dirty. I I don't have no kids or nothing. So it's not like my, I don't have much company. So my home doesn't accumulate much mess, but the mess that it does accumulate is more like, oh, just straighten up. But me personally, I don't feel like straighten up is necessarily cleaning. Like making sure, putting the dishes in the dishwasher. Yeah, your sink ain't dirty and it looks like you straightened up. But I mean, in a matter of wiping down knobs and door handles and cabinets and drawers and all the just extra stuff to do a deep clean. I don't feel like I have done that. So I need to one, limit my distractions to become more motivated into manifesting something that I want to do. Because I'm I've already sat here on this podcast and said, these are some things that I need to take on. I haven't done them, but I'm sitting here and admitting that I have been distracted and not doing them. Have I cut out all the distractions? No, I have not. So I'm sitting here. I'm telling you I need to practice what I preach. But I'm also holding myself accountable and sharing with y'all some of the things that I did not do. Even though I said these are some things that need to be done. And I'm sharing with you just really the truth. That I'm still human. I still make mistakes. I still do things like a normal person. But I can still encourage others to want to better their themselves. 
And I still encourage myself to better myself. I'm just sharing these gems that I give to myself to everybody else and manifesting and writing down and seeing visually. Even saying, you can say it to yourself multiple times, helps. It helps exit out all the distractions that slow you down from getting to where you need to go. If you take the energy to just let your mind focus on the things that you want to get done or the things that you want to gain, it'll allow you to have a less cloudy judgment. Like it'll allow the distractions to fizzle out, basically. I'm just sharing some of my methods, take it or leave it, like I said, but... Those are some things that you could do in order to allow your blessings to just come to you. Because you could be that same person blocking your blessings. Like right now, I'm blocking my blessings because I'm not taking on what I need to take on. I'm not being responsible. Yes, I'm being accountable. Yes, I'm going to give myself that credit there. But I could be blocking my own blessings because I'm not putting in the willpower I am not putting in the effort to gain what I'm really asking for. And I have to be able to accept that. I have to be able to understand and know, like, how you going to ask for a new car and... Your this is an example. This is not the truth. My car ain't clean. <laughs> How you gonna be asking for stuff knowing dang on well you ain't handling what you got already? You gotta like I said before, you gotta close one door before you open the next. And that's just with anything in regards to relationships, in regards to duties that you take on. Don't ask for something or more of something. And you're not taking care of what you have right now. You don't need to add no more to your plate than what you got. If your plate ain't empty. If it ain't no space. And I just have to accept that reality of it. Like, oh, okay. And and me accepting that also saying, like, I don't have to have my car right now. I can wait. There's a few things that I want to, you know, cross my T's, dot my I's. I want to make sure... Those things are taken care of before. And maybe that's why I allow myself to have more distractions than what I need. But it's still no excuse. And that's just a part of accountability that I have to take on. So me just sharing these gems or me just sharing my experience can allow you to put your own perspective on your own circumstances. But, you know, just a little light. It ain't got to be too heavy. It ain't got to be too deep. And that's all for this episode of the My Ion Kai podcast. I really hope you enjoyed.